0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the four one podcast coming at you three times a week on the odyssey sports podcast network. We appreciate you tuning in. Evan Giddings, Mark Grandy with you as always download rate and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends. I mean, I don't know, give them a, free subscription for Christmas upcoming. I don't know if you can even do that, but wrap it up, put it in an e-box and send it out. Okay. I I am actually, I'm also glad that you brought this up, which is another reason why I do think that if Jimmy Garoppolo has the chance to come back, that it look, I I would, I'm not a head coach, but I would personally do that because, and and it, I, I hate to make it sound, which is what a lot of the conversation has been and where I want to go next, Mark surrounding Your two young quarterbacks not named Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. But, you know, you brought up the comments and sort of emotions swirling around the 49ers locker room after Jimmy got hurt. I don't think it was similar to how the locker room looked, sounded, reportedly was feeling after Trey Lance was ruled out with a season ending foot injury. Or, you know, broke his broke his ankle, broke his foot. Like, I don't think the conversation was as similar. Now, that may be unfair to Trey Lance, but it's a reality that we have to face. This team clearly, because of who Jimmy Garoppolo is, the way that he's been since he's joined the San Francisco 49ers, uh, the way the experience he's had on the field, they feel more confident with him under center. And I do believe the team would, by extension, feel more confident even if Jimmy Garoppolo is coming off of you know, a non foot surgery but a foot injury later in the playoffs than with a rookie seventh round Mr. Relevant quarterback. Like that that to me is also a reality that has to be faced by the coaching staff and by the 49ers. And it and it's also again I it, it sounds like it's damning to Trey Lance but I do think, Mark, it's been interesting to see how people have reacted to the immediate ascension of Brock Purdy and the way he played against the Miami Dolphins, almost to the point where people are 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 jumping forward into next year, saying, "Hey, there might be a real quarterback competition here between, you know, between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance." Like I have, I, I think I said a few weeks ago that that Jimmy Garoppolo, you know is probably, I think there's a good chance that he's back next year. That certainly changes with the injury, but I almost think it it's maybe helped in a way. Um, we, can, we can have that conversation if you want. But I do think that Trey Lance is still in line to be the starter, no matter how Brock Purdy fares the rest of the season.
1: Probably. I do think there's a very real possibility that there's another open competition next year next preseason to OTA. me that
0: competition though would be between Garoppolo and Lance like Purdy doesn't to me doesn't factor into that equation
1: if 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 Garoppolo is a niner again next year I think he's coming into the season as the starting quarterback uh, if they don't have Garoppolo maybe they bring in a different veteran then I think it's an open competition but if Jimmy Garoppolo in, in my opinion is coming back next season I'm not sure there's an open competition. Now, maybe Trey Lance can just have the best offseason anyone has ever had, and he kind of forces himself into that conversation. Uh, but I think if if Jimmy Garoppolo is back, uh, then it's clear the Niners wanted him back because he's not under contract next year. He's a free agent. Uh, they would be you know, forcing themselves to get even more creative with the cap, which, again, can be done. Uh, the Rams have done it for years now. The Niners have been doing it as well, maybe not – to the extent as some other teams, including the Rams, but they have been doing it. If the Niners, you know, have Jimmy Garoppolo under contract again next year, and that includes the off season and the preseason, I think he's their guy. Um, But I also think it was pretty obvious. You mentioned kind of the emotions feeling a little different um, after the Garoppolo injury versus the Lance injury. I also think you could kind of hear and feel positive vibes from the Niners players talking about Brock Purdy. Now, of course, they're they're not going to throw him under the bus. They're not going to say, yeah, season's over. We don't have a chance. But they also went out of their way to speak positive on Brock Purdy. I don't know if you heard uh, Brendan Ayuk's appearance on the Air It Out podcast with T.J. Houshmanzada and Orlando Skandrick, yeah. a couple of NFL veterans. Uh, Brendan Ayuk... Just a random appearance, not Niners promoted, not at a Niners podium, nothing that Niners are, you know, sitting there, a PR guy sitting right next to Ayuk, making sure he he watches what he says. Brandon Ayuk came out and said, Brock Purdy, like, I'm riding with BP. He said uh, Purdy came up to him after the game and kind of said, hey, I'm sorry I missed you on a couple of plays against the Dolphins. I'll get better and I'll feed you. That's what Ayuk said that Purdy said to him. Like That's not something that a veteran receiver like Ayuk needs to come out and say, and that's probably relatively rare for a seventh-round rookie to come out and say to a veteran wide receiver as well. So while I think there's probably a a difference in terms of emotional connection between Niners and Garoppolo and Niners and Lance, it's also, I think, relatively clear to see that the Niners players – right now as it stands maybe things change if, if he plays poorly for a long stretch but it's pretty clear to see that that they also are kind of emotionally invested already in Brock Purdy
0: one uh, Brendan Ayuk is 24 years old uh i know third it year. is his third third year in the league i mean he's he's a he's a part of the core yeah he's he's a part of the core i wouldn't go so far as to call him a veteran but i get like and and this is the way i think a lot of fans feel what else do you have, like, and and I know you kind of you, you preface your comments by saying, well, what you, what else are you supposed to do? But and Ayuk goes out of his way. To me, that's also a response to a lot of the quarterback conversation around Brock Purdy. I mean, not just them bringing in jo- Josh Johnson; they officially sign him. um On. on, on. And yes, they, they have they bought in a veteran quarterback, but it's in response to rumors about you know Baker Mayfield, who w- we will get to in a bit, who officially signed in, in Los Angeles. Uh I think it's, it's you know, it's it's a comment surrounding some of the conversation of well, what do you make of you know a, a rookie last pick quarterback? And even though it is unprovoked, I think that a Trey Lance was in the same situation i think we'd be we'd be hearing the same thing i i look look i also believe that because of the expectation of brock purdy as opposed to the expectation of trey lance that people are freaking wowed by brock purdy they're like oh my god who is this seventh round pick that could step <laughs> into a game throw it 37 times and win a ball game they're like that that I've never seen that before because literally it has never happened before. Mr. Irrelevant has never thrown a pass in the NFL, nonetheless won a game. So I do think there is a, a expectation from the bottom up saying when Jimmy goes out, you know, half the stadium, if not more is saying, wow, there goes the season. Maybe the summer sidelines saying, wow, there goes the season, but then enter Brock Purdy, who to his credit was clearly prepared and clearly ready for the moment against a Miami team that at the time was winning the football game and get, you know, by his own play sort of galvanizing this group against the dolphins. And they're saying, Oh my God, like we might, we might've found lightning in a bottle. That's to me where the comic comes from, as opposed to if Trey Lance is in that same spot, there's, there's not as much. Wow. Because he's the number three overall pick or, you know, third taken quarterback, that you traded three first-round picks to get—that is expected of Trey Lance. What Brock Purdy did was not expected, and that's why I think we're seeing, including Brandon Ayuk, a lot of people on the team, around the team, fans, media, come to Brock Purdy's defense and saying, "Hey, we might have found something here," as opposed to Trey Lance, which which you're looking at like, "Nah, I I I should expect that from my my former first-round pick, right?"
1: Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I think expectations certainly factor in here. I also think, in general, the whole—I don't know—this whole conversation about Brock Purdy and and now there are you know a, a number of people, and I'm not—I'm not even talking about players. I'm talking more about, I guess, some media, maybe maybe bloggers is the better way to put it. Uh, fans, a lot of people on Twitter, the whole conversation around Brock Purdy and this is nothing against Brock Purdy I'm just trying to put myself in Trey Lance's shoes and to me frankly it's it's pretty upsetting and and frustrating like the the way that the fan base and a lot of people and again this is not a blanket statement there's there's plenty of people that I, I think feel the same way as I do I'm not sure we ever saw, and I think a big part of it is is what you're talking about in terms of expectations, a third overall pick versus a Mr. Irrelevant. You expect the world from Trey Lance, and frankly, you expect nothing from Brock Purdy because that's where they were drafted. But the, the way that the fan base and a lot of people have just so quickly embraced Brock Purdy versus how they reacted to the first start of Trey Lance's career last year and how they reacted to his first start in a monsoon in Chicago uh, and how they reacted when he went down with a broken ankle thinking, okay, now we've got a better chance to win because we've got Jimmy Garoppolo. Like Whether that's true or not, I'm just trying to, to think about this from Trey Lance's perspective and it frustrates me because you kind of see how this this fan base is kind of maybe written him off isn't the right phrase, but how they never quite embraced him the same way that they've embraced Brock Purdy now after he's come came in and in mop up duty of an injured Jimmy Garoppolo and, and played well and helped win a game. I'm not denying any of that. And again, this is nothing negative against Brock Purdy, just comparing situations and it's a little frustrating because you, you kind of get the feeling that, And I I know it's a business and, you know, football isn't about what's right and what's wrong. But you kind of get the feeling that up to this point, Trey Lance just hasn't gotten a fair shake. And a big part of that is because of his injury. But I I can't really shake the feeling that Trey Lance hasn't been treated totally fair up to this point in his career.
0: And look, I'll I'll give Trey Lance credit. He appeared to be on the sideline with Brock Purdy during the Miami Dolphins game. It was trying to do... I'm assuming everything he can to help Brock Purdy succeed and help the 49ers win. But I'm with you. Like it, it would piss me off. I mean, the way that people have just welcomed Brock Purdy into the fold, like he's going to be the next Tom Brady, like he's a late round pick and is all of a sudden going to step in for the starting quarterback and lead this team to a super bowl. That would piss me off too. And look, I know most of it is predicated, not on Brock Purdy, but also on the defense that we saw against the number two offense, the running game that appears to be coming into form and not really skipping much of a beat, despite not having Elijah Mitchell. I think a lot of people just feel like, Hey, Brock Purdy is Jimmy Garoppolo. but without the, without the resume, like, like he, he, we yeah. we can see the floor of him, but we don't, no, we don't have the answer to the question of whether or not he can get us over the over the hump. That was the feeling that I got from a lot of fans on Sunday, um, and just kind of scouring social media, fair or foul. As far as Trey Lance, like, and another part of it too, which which may be unfair to him, is unfortunately the few moments that we've got to see him on the field haven't been his best. I mean, just just simply put, and you could say it's unfair of him to you know perform well in a monsoon, but I mean, the Bears are. Three and 10. Like that's, that, that's not a good look. And unfortunately the one big win he did have last year, which I want to give him credit for the Houston Texans was a game that the Niners needed to have in order to make the playoffs. But then again, it was also the Houston Texans and that's a team that you should be able to beat. Again, it comes back to expectation for me because Brock Purdy is not expected to beat the Miami dolphins. The 49ers after losing their starting quarterback are not expected to beat the Miami dolphins and they largely didn't skip a beat when Jimmy Garoppolo left. And then when Brock Purdy came in, I mean, if you just look at his stat line 25 at 37, 210, two touchdowns a pick, that's a very Jimmy Garoppolo esque stat line. And it's one that also coincidentally ended in a win. That tells, like, I think that gives fans a lot of confidence in that this guy can be Jimmy Garoppolo, but also we don't know if he can be better than Jimmy. So we're just going to ride with him.
1: Yeah. It's. I mean, we've talked about it a lot. How uh I mean, we talked about it before the season even started. How weird this season, off season was. The quarterback situation is, and every week just it takes a another turn. And I, I have a feeling that there's more turns left in this story. I think you know what the Niners have shown you, maybe not told you, but what they've shown you in their actions over the last few days. And I know it's what we'll talk about coming up in a little bit with Baker Mayfield. Is they feel pretty comfortable with Brock Purdy? That's what Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are telling you. They signed Josh Johnson. That's it. Josh Johnson, a career backup who's played some NFL football but not much. He's been on what fourteen different teams now. Something I think it was his like that. third
0: stint with the Niners.
1: I think it might be fourth. It, it it might be the fourth Whatever stint, it but it's a lot. three or an four. Lot. Yeah. Regardless, it's an awful lot of stints with the San Francisco 49ers. But with with the moves or the, the non-moves the Niners are making, Evan, they are telling you whether or not it's fair or not. If it if it might upset Trey Lance, if it if it frustrates him, they're telling you that they are content, I think at the least, content with uh with Brock Purdy and what he can do leading this team.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you.